Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Come on, who doesn't love a good movie urban legend? We all do. Watching a film and pointing out some obscure and often insane behind-the-scenes fact can make for a great conversation starter and cause you to wonder what it takes to make some of our favorite films. Often they change the very way fans watch films in the future, having been given a new perspective on the movie playing out. But how many of these brilliant and weird stories we've come to accept as fact are actually true? Well, not many. I am today's truth teller of what culture, Ori Styler, and here are nine debunked movie myths you totally believed. Number nine, there's a ghost in the window. Three men and a baby. Three men and a baby is one of the 80s most enjoyable comedies. A silly premise with great stars, including Tom Selleck and Ted Danson, the film was a mega hit upon release. The last thing anyone was expecting from the film was to see a ghost boy scattered throughout the house where the movie was shot. Now, for a long while, it was believed that the boy was the ghost of a young murder victim and the house where the film was set was not just a real-life house, but the centre of a tragedy. This rumour persisted for years, increasing DVD sales and becoming a brilliant conversation piece for people interested in the supernatural appearing on film. In 2017, though, Tom Selleck appeared on The Tonight Show starring Jimmy Fallon, where he decided to put the whole thing to rest. He said that there was obviously no ghost, but that the figure seen in the film is actually a cardboard cutout of Ted Danson, whose character in the film is an actor who happens to keep life-size cutouts of himself around the house. Now that's not ghost levels, but still hella creepy. Number eight, dirty-minded dust clouds, the Lion King. All right, so this one's a little tough to debunk. For one thing, if you pause the Lion King at the right moment, then it could easily be argued that the dust clouds kicked up by Simba do actually read the word sex but this simply wasn't intentional and only reads that for a split second the rest of the time this alleged horny infused dust hovers in the air it actually reads sfx apparently this was slipped into the film by the special effects team who just wanted to give themselves a shout out it caused quite the uproar with religious organization american life league kick-starting a campaign against disney's use of sexual messages in their films another interesting story about the intricacies of the lion king comes from the characters mufasa and scar who according to director rob mikanoff aren't actually related in the movie rather scar is a rogue lion who was once close with mufasa but in sensing that mufasa was getting old decided to swoop in and kill him in hopes of taking his place whether this makes Mufasa's fate less traumatizing is up for debate, but it's doubtful. Oh, and just to ruin The Lion King a little bit more for you. 
Here's a question. How many lionesses were there with cubs and how many male lions? Yeah, let that one breathe for a second, but that's a story for another list. Number seven, an alternate ending, King Kong versus Godzilla. In 1963's monster horror classic, King Kong versus Godzilla, the two Goliaths battle through Mount Fuji and end up in the Pacific Ocean, where Kong proves victorious in the fight. Emerging from the water with Godzilla, nowhere in sight, he starts to swim back to his island home. In a 1960s movie magazine, an article spoke about the film at great length, but incorrectly proclaimed that the Japanese version of the film shows Godzilla coming up victorious against his foe. While several aspects of the Japanese version are different from others, including some changed dialogue, soundtrack switch-ups, and an added earthquake during the final showdown, there is no version of the film in which Godzilla wins. For a long time, this was believed to be true, that an alternate version was out there waiting for the masses to watch. But with the rise of home video and the internet, the myth has been well and truly debunked. Number six, Munchkin's Suicide, The Wizard of Oz. Ooh, this one's dark. This is about as morbid and upsetting as movie myths have ever been. Most urban legends are harmless, behind the scenes fun. But when it comes to The Wizard of Oz, things take a bleak nosedive. The story goes that as Dorothy, the Scarecrow, and the Tin Man are headed down the magical yellow brick road, you can see a shrouded figure in the background. For years, it was believed that it was a munchkin actor committing suicide on camera, unseen by the cast and crew on set, and left it in the finished movie. If this was remotely true, the observation skills of anybody shooting on the day or the editors in the editing room would have to be trash. Many other rumors have been passed around about the figure, from some claiming it's a wayward stagehand to others saying it was simply something falling from the set. The story persisted for a worryingly long time, and it wasn't until the film came out on Blu-ray that the myth was finally dispelled. As it turns out, it was not a suicidal actor in the background or a member of crew getting in the shot, but a bird the studio had on loan from the Los Angeles Zoo. Now that's what you call tweets getting out of hand. Do you get it? Tweet, but tweet because birds. Never mind. Number five, the big door was big enough. Titanic. This one truly irks me personally. I have stand up comedy materials with this particular myth in the set expressing my frustration. The ultimate in modern movie myths. Titanic's big door debate has raged for years. In hopes of ending the argument once and for all, Mythbusters decided to put the situation to the test. What they found was pretty cut and dry. Not only did their experiment show that Jack, played by Leonardo DiCaprio, couldn't get on the door with Rose, played by Kate Winslet, they also showed that the only way the door could possibly stay up was if Rose tied her life jacket under the door to counteract the weight. Director James Cameron turned up for the episode and said the whole thing had been blown way out of proportion. He pointed out that Jack actually tries to get on the door but nearly flips it so he doesn't try again in order to save Rose. He also said that all of the film's detractors were missing the point and that Jack had to die. In response to the Mythbusters buoyancy test, he said that there would have been no way for Rose or Jack to think that fast given the situation and that the Mythbusters boys were full of sh despite his enjoyment doing the show. Personally to me, I don't care. I still feel that some way Jack could have survived. It hurts my heart every time I see him sink to the bottom of that ocean. It really does. Number four, the water is milk singing in the rain this movie fact is everywhere you look when searching for singing in the rain one of the greatest movie musicals of all time 
it is said that milk was added to the water so the titular rain would show up better on camera. Probably not the best for anyone who's lactose intolerant, of course. According to actress Debbie Reynolds, actor and director Gene Kelly and co-director Stanley Donan, the whole story is a lie. Donan would go to say, and I quote, when you're shooting rain, it has to be backlit or you may not see it very well. There have been a lot of stories about how he put milk in the water so you could see the rain. It's not true. You have to put light behind the rain so that the raindrops show. If you put the light in front of the rain, with no light behind it, the rain disappears, end quote. So there you have it. From the man who was there, there was no singing in the milk, just a lot of heart and a lot of work to make the film come together. Number three, Steven Spielberg was the director. Poltergeist. Fun fact, I don't do scary movies. Nope, not me. Won't do it. Too scared. Don't want to frighten the pants off me. And I'm not the only one on the team. If you can guess who else at What Culture doesn't like scary films, put it in the comments below and let's see if you know who I'm talking about. With that being said, I've been told Poltergeist is one of the greats of horror, an ageless classic of terror and unsettling imagery. Toby Hooper is credited as the director of the film, but for a long while it was believed that blockbuster machine Steven Spielberg was behind the horror classic. According to reports, Steven Spielberg's contract with Universal Studios prevented him from directing another film whilst working on E.T. the Extraterrestrial. So in secret, Spielberg took charge of the show on set and gave the directing credit to Hooper. Many cast and crew members also came forward at the time to say Spielberg's role in the film was much larger than Hooper's. However, despite Spielberg later admitting to helping Hooper out with the film, both filmmakers have remained adamant that Hooper was the true director of the film. True enough, the credits rank Hooper as the director while Spielberg is seen as a producer and one of the screenwriters. There's no doubt that Spielberg helped out with the creative drive of the film, but to completely discredit Hooper's influence on the movie is taking things a step too far. Number two, Death on Camera, Ben-Hur. One of the most ambitious historical epics ever made, Ben-Hur starred Charlton Heston and required a massive amount of stunt work to be successfully pulled off. With stunt work comes an awful lot of danger. According to one particularly morbid urban legend, one of the stuntmen involved in Ben-Hur's iconic chariot scene was killed and the moment of his death was actually left in the finished film despite the wishes of his widow. As the true story goes, no stuntmen were actually killed on set and there's certainly no evidence of a real-life death shown on screen. The only proof of a death during the film's making came came with a sudden heart attack of one of the film's producers. Other than that, no stuntmen or animals were harmed in the making of the movie. And number one, the first Disney animated movie, Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Many people, including once myself, would be quick to tell you that Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs was the first Disney animated movie, but them and I would be technically wrong if we said that. Although it was the first full-length movie, at least by modern movie standards, the Academy Award review of Walt Disney cartoons is actually the first animated feature from Walt Disney. Though both films were released in 1937, the Walt Disney cartoons came out seven months before Snow White. A collection of five Disney shorts, the film clocks in at 42 minutes, whilst the Oscar classifies a feature film as being at least 40 minutes long. Some discredit the film as a feature-length piece because it's made up of previously released material, including The Three Little Pigs and The Tortoise and the Hare, though the Oscars accept it as a movie because of its length, thus beating Snow White to the punch. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.